Welcome to today's episode of the Fit to Lead podcast. I am super excited to have with me today, Coach Matt Freed, who has helped hundreds of people master their nutrition one step at a time. But for beginning his journey as a health and nutrition coach in 2017, Matt had 60 pounds of body fat and even more emotional, unhealthy weight to lose. Having transformed his darkness into light, his mission is to help others reclaim their vitality. His nutritional approach focuses on consistency, inclusion, individuality, and of course, the journey. In addition to one-on-one and group coaching, Matt has a weekly free newsletter that takes five minutes to read and breaks down confusing questions about nutrition into simple, actionable advice. Matt, I am so excited to have you on today. Wow. Thank you so much, Allison. It's really a pleasure to be here. I am super excited to connect. So for a little bit of background, Matt and I met through Founder OS, which is um, this incredible coaching system of founders and coaches and all these amazing people. And as a fellow, um, you know, health and nutrition coach, I want to bring Matt on uh, to share a little bit more about himself. So I'm going to kick it off with the way I do with all my guests. Tell me about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Wow. Okay. So my journey, which is uh, one of my favorite things to talk about. Thank you. You know, it's, it's, you, you kind of said it in the intro, Allison. It's, it's like, you know, most people who know me today, they see this healthy, young looking 43 year old who's very fit and running around and very active and and super energetic. And that's true. That is me. But there was a time in my life that I was very overweight um, and I was very unhappy and I was very sedentary and I was um, eating the standard American diet to the extreme. And I was, I was, you know, out of shape and um, it's been a journey for me to get from there to where I am now. So just because I know that it's possible really is the reason why I do this work. Um, And so that's why I talk about, you know, transforming dark into light and, and I talk about change and I talk about a lot of things that, yeah, we talk about food. I talk about food a lot, but mostly I talk about change and transformation, you know? Yeah, for sure. And what was that light bulb moment? Like, so, you know, you're sedentary, you're overweight. What happened or what was like the aha moment that hit you that was like, okay, things need to change? Sure. Yeah, sure. So I think for for me, you know, and this is a part of my, a big part of my coaching today as well. It's that I first had to do some emotional work um, to be ready to change. I think everybody has a little bit of that one way or another. So it's it's very rare that I have ever met anyone who is very overweight, who doesn't have some kind of emotional, you know, readiness to do, to prepare for. So, so I, I did that. And, and then I realized, okay, now that I'm starting to feel better about myself, um, and I've kind of dealt with maybe some of the negative self-talk that was going on in my head, inside my head. And I started to feel better about myself. Then I realized now I wanted my body to start to catch up. Right. So, you know, as I said, it's a journey. Um, the very first thing I ever did to fix my body was uh, one of the first things I did that was a big milestone was I did the paleo diet back before anybody knew what that was. Yes. <laughs> and that so I no longer you know follow that to a T but I did for 30 days and that really like took my body to a whole I learned how to cook by doing that you know and I learned how not to eat a bunch of junk and I got a lot of junk out of my system so that was a big milestone um and at the, there were you know there's a lot of crossover but at the time I started getting into exercise so um you know like I, like everyone has milestones and I've mentioned a couple of them um I hope that answers your question you know? Yeah, it definitely no. does. 
So yeah. you mentioned you mentioned paleo. I would love to hear yeah. your thoughts because there's so so many diets, right? You got the carnivore diet, the dash, the Mediterranean, keto, like all these different diets. How do you feel about kind of the diet of the month these days? <laughs> great question. Great question. Look, you know, I'm a big I've said this a thousand times. There is no such thing as one diet that works for everyone, right? So that's why I'm even sometimes hesitant to mention the paleo diet that I did it because then people think I'm like a paleo diet coach. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 like, you know, you have to find what works for you. And so for me, what that did at the time was it wasn't necessarily just the fact that the paleo diet was good for me in the moment. It also took out all the other terrible things I was eating for 30 whole days. So then I realized how sick that stuff was making me feel, right? So you could try a vegan diet, a paleo diet, or any other number of diets out there and probably in the short term feel better because you're making a big change from what you were doing before, right? So now you ask me, how do I feel about some of the fad diets? You know, I try, one of my big things is non-judgment. So I, I'm not here to judge, um, but I would ask some questions about some of the fat, the fattier diets out there, you know, anything that's going to provide, anything that's very extreme, that doesn't include, you know, any vegetables at all, like like the carnivore diet, for example. We could we could just mention that for for the moment, right? Yeah. I love to eat meat, but should you only eat meat? It's probably not the best idea, you know. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's funny. I I feel the same way, and I always I always tell clients the litmus test is: Would you put your child on it? Would you put your toddler on it? Like some of these diets, right? You're gonna have to make a two year old just eat meat, <laughs> not have any fruits and vegetables. So I, I'm with you. I, I always feel like those are um, sometimes so restrictive that they're just they're not sustainable. Um, so tell me about your approach. Like you, you have a four pillar approach. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, sure, great. And you mentioned the word restriction there, which um, is one of my four pillars is inclusion. And it's not that I'm anti restriction. It, there is a time and a place for restriction. I needed it. I mentioned that, right? I needed to be on a restrictive diet for a little while to get myself, you know, moving forward. Um, but the truth of the matter is, in reality, there are so many diets out there that are overly restrictive that can cause some mental and stressful type problems that can make you afraid to eat. And that's where I come in with inclusion on the other side of the spectrum. So there's a place for inclusion uh, even some fun or discretionary foods and for most people, right? So mm -hmm. unless you're, you have a bodybuilding competition coming up or you're a model going for a photo shoot, it's probably okay to, you know, have a cookie every now and then. And in yeah. fact, that'll probably help you, you know, adhere to your discipline, other, other discipline time types of eating for the long term, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of science behind that and research behind that. So I usually, so one of my four, pillars is inclusion. And I usually recommend about 20% of your food should be, you know, fun, right? Mm -hmm. um, the other three pillars that we didn't talk about, we talked a little bit about the journey. So I think, you know, in hearing my story, what that means for others is that everyone is on a journey. So there's no finish line, right? So so we're, we're constantly moving forward, learning, growing, there's going to be ups and downs, I still have them. And so it's not the case that if you, you know, have a uh, overstuff yourself at Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas this year, that that's like you broke something and it's the end of the line. No, it's a journey. That's part of the journey, right? Um, the other two key pillars are consistency, which we've talked about, right? So for me, consistency is king. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, it's all about what you can stick to for the long term. So 
you know, we talked a little bit about fad diets and a lot of them will sell you a quick, a short-term quick fix, like lose 20 pounds or like lose 10 pounds in a month. But that's very fast and very aggressive. And, and if you, and, and my question would be, well, how are you going to sustain that? By what method? And if your method is just something that's not sustainable, then it's not going to work. Um, so, and then the last one is uh, individuality. So again, no one diet works for everyone, but beyond that, it's about non-judgment and constantly testing. Like every day is day one. Like just because I, I know what I've been eating for the last few weeks has been working well, it might not work tomorrow. It might change with the seasons. It might change as I get older. Um, so you always have to be open to what works, learning what works for you and what doesn't work for you and, and throwing away what doesn't and moving forward with what does. I love that. I love yeah. that. And I think that's so important. And I love those are very individual, right? Like, so inclusion is going to look different for different people. People's journeys are going to look different. So I love that it's just very individualized and customized, which is awesome. Um, so as a health and fitness coach, I would love to hear what your non-negotiable is for your self-care and wellness routine. Hmm. I have more than one. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> but the one that comes to mind above all others is like, I, I get really cranky if I don't work out for a couple of days. So, so that's number one, that's probably number one for me, but, it, uh, you know, there are a few others, you know, I have a daily routine that's I'm flexible with, right. But at the, so, but in general, every day I, I do a, a whole bunch of things that are really non-negotiable for me. I might change the duration based on how busy I am, but I'm always doing these things. And those are, you know, I wake up, I, I meditate, I move my body in one form or another, whether it's lifting weights or just stretching or whatever I'm doing that day. Mm -hmm. So some form of physical exercise. Um, I like to do some type of learning, like I read or solve a chess problem or both, right? So something to get my brain going in the morning and writing also. So these are all things that are really non-negotiable. Uh, you could take away my chessboard for a day and I, I'll, I'll be okay. But you know, if I don't start to work out though, I get very, very cranky. <laughs> <laughs> I am the same way. It's funny. I almost feel like um, working out because I always I'm the same way. Like I either need to walk in the morning or lift weights or do yoga or something. And it's almost like brushing your like brushing your teeth, right? It's like if you don't brush your teeth in the morning, like you cannot function. And I think that that's how movement is. It, it is, and, and as I'm glad you said that because it, it it's not doesn't start like that as you know for most people. So many people, especially the, the ones that I I typically work with they maybe haven't have no workout routine and it's actually quite painful to get started. That's why I'll often start people with something as simple as like, just do one push up. Right. Like that's a win that can, if you're doing zero, then that one push up or that five minute walk, that's a win. And then over time, as you said, it does become like, it becomes like we're talking about now, it becomes a non-negotiable. You can't yeah. do without it. It doesn't happen right away, but it happens. Yeah. You know? It's funny. I had this conversation with my mom. She's like, I can't get up and walk. And I'm like, well, she loves like playing games on her iPad. I said, well, instead of immediately getting up and playing on your iPad, you have to walk before you do that. That's your reward. So like incentivize yourself, right? It's built like habit, habit stacking, right? Building into what's going to, what's going to work for them. So I love that. And it is, it's those baby steps starting small. Um, so I would love any either favorite or recent books or podcasts. Wow. Oh my God. So, so many. So by the way, I also stack podcasts while I'm working out. <laughs> yes. I love that. I usually <laughs> so, read while I'm working out. I'm the trail, like yeah. walking on the trail. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. So 
books and podcasts. So let's start with podcasts. Uh, aside from the Allison Jackson Fitness Podcast, Fit to Lead Podcast. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I'll I'll look for one that um, I, I'm going to go with some that are a little bit lesser known, like, you know, so, than some of the big ones. I love, though, the All In Podcast, which is not really fitness related. That's the number one business podcast out there these days. Nice. But another fitness one that your audience might like is the Dr. Joey Munoz show. He's very good. I've I've haven't looked at him, but I have heard that that is a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's good. He's uh, he's very practical with nutrition advice. He's on Instagram. You can see his stuff there, and his his podcast is good. Yeah. Ooh, I have to check him out because I have heard yeah. of that one, and I was like, it's on my list, and I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. All right, so last question that is usually the zinger: your favorite life hack. Favorite life hack. Hmm. I'm gonna go with planning the 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 following day the night before mm, so that's a good one i find i find that every time i spend even five it might sometimes it only takes five minutes um the night before just to write out your top five things that you need to do or four or six it shouldn't be too long of a list but if you plan your day to come the night before and just spend five or ten minutes doing that when you wake up in the morning you'd be amazed what you know exactly what to do when you sit at your desk, right? And by the way, on top of that, I also go to sleep in my gym clothes along the same line. That's a good <laughs> thing. So, I love it. That's a great so, But Yeah, you just got to get rid of the resistance. So now in the morning, not only am I dressed to go into the gym directly, which happens to be in my garage, but even if I had to drive to the gym, I would sleep in my gym clothes. And I would have that list of four to six things that I want to get done the next day done so that when I'm ready to start, I start. I love it. I love it. That is a great one. I need to get in the habit of that because I always feel like I'm scrambling in the morning. Like, what do I need to do today? Yeah. Uh, so the night before, that is a good one. I love it. So Matt, I would love for you to share where people can connect with you, learn more, uh, hear more about your offerings, your coaching. So share away and I will include it in the show notes. Awesome. I really appreciate that. So thank you, Allison. And thanks for having me on. You have a a, a, a long list of esteemed guests. So I really appreciate this. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. So you can find me on social. It's very simple at coach Matt Freed, all one word. It's coach M-A-T-T-F-R-I-E-D. Um, in any, any platform, you're going to see right there, a link to sign up for my newsletter. It's free. I strongly recommend people do that because it takes five minutes to read. And I'll throw in for your listeners. If anyone is interested in working with me privately and either in my one-to-one -one or group setting, anybody who mentions the Allison Jackson podcast, you're going to get one month free. Yay. I love it. And I highly recommend Matt's newsletter. I subscribe and it is awesome. So as a fellow coach, I uh, kudos to you on a great newsletter. So I want to thank you so, so much for joining me on the podcast. It was awesome to learn more about you. Uh, Allison, thanks for having me. And hopefully I'll have you on my podcast one day. <laughs> I would love that. Have you tried Built Bars yet? If you haven't, you are totally missing out. These incredible protein bars are macro-friendly. Some are gluten-free and nut-free, and they come in amazing flavors like coconut brownie, raspberry cheesecake, and my newest favorite, churro marshmallow. So check them out and use the code Allison Jackson Fitness, all one word, and save 10% today. Try it out and see how you like it and let me know. And again, it's www.builtbar.com and the code Allison Jackson Fitness to save 10%. Try it out today.